to the Mindfulness WM podcast. Uh, another episode here with us, and uh, I think to, today is also the uh, is the eighth of March, right? That we we share this podcast. So it's the International Women's Day. So I take the occasion to uh, you know share all the warm uh, you know wishes for uh, a world where we will uh, you know be able one day to to just rely on each other regardless for um whatever is the difference that just the casuality of existing brought into into us right and it should be of strength and not anything that divides us um so but for the rest you know we have uh, not so many news but right this week just some of the the, the normal stuff that's happening uh, happy women's day by the way you know, the community is bigger and stronger than ever. We have lots of kind of workshops and events and drop-ins by many of the practice leaders. And we've also noticed an increase in some of the client teams, some of the clients now reaching out mm -hmm. and, and wanting to know more about, you know, mindfulness and the benefits and what we've been doing for many, many years now within the community. Yeah. So the experience is definitely a good thing to have, right? To to know, you know, how a big community can grow and how the practice can happen. So, uh, and I think that every one of us members of the of the community uh, have, you know, the, we are kind of advocates of it as well, right? So we we can show the the benefits wherever we wherever we can. Uh, and I'm surprised that there are still businesses. Uh, without the knowledge, maybe, but I'm sure. Like I recommend anyone that is listening to this podcast, if you if you are working for whatever company around the world, right, uh, or you have a friends or colleagues or members of your family, uh, mindfulness definitely, and you can listen from a guest has definitely the power to to change the the the, the rules of the game, right? To make every individual uh, different. Or uh, I'm not sure. I don't want to say better. I want to say more aware about their own powers and the balance to you know coordinate and cooperate with others. Let's say, and this brings superpowers. Let's say. Yes, definitely. Thanks, Leslie. Uh, maybe one thing in in addition, um, mm -hmm. because public information NUCO mm -hmm. is uh, is happening. IBM is is splitting off their services division and it's going to be a big company and that big company is um, interested also in in mindfulness so there's going to be two big mindfulness communities and uh, we're working to ensure that that we have people we have practices and we continue to support employees our partners and our clients nice good cool and now i think it's time for our guest so this week, um, I, I we brought an interesting guest into our podcast. Uh, so I'm talking Ooh. about Brandy directly from New York, right? New York, Brandy. Uh, so Brandy, thank you for being here with us. Thank you for uh, having me. So tell us first something about you, right? What uh, what you're doing and what's your um, big, like what's your interest in mindfulness and what what it is for you. So mindfulness, I love mindfulness. And it's funny because I never considered myself to be a person that would actually enjoy mindfulness. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you or any of the listeners 
or people who believe in the saying, everything happens for a reason. But I firmly believe in that. And I stumbled, literally stumbled into mindfulness um, in, at IBM um, in Armonk mm-hmm. while I was on my lunch break in our little eating area. Um, one of our IBM executives, um, she's no, she no longer works at IBM, Laurence Guihard-Jolie. And she said, are you eating lunch right now? And I said, yeah, I'm warming up my lunch. She said, you should come to this, this session with me on mindfulness. And I was like, isn't that where like people like meditate and stuff? <laughs> She's like, yeah. And I'm like, I might like go to sleep. Like, I'm not really like, that's not really my thing. Like, I don't really do that. Mm. And she's like, you might, you might surprise yourself. So she convinced me. I, I took my lunch out of the microwave. I, you know, hadn't heat, I didn't heat it up, but I didn't eat it. I went to the session with her and I can honestly say like, we did a 20 minute guided meditation. There were about four other people um, in the room with us. And mm-hmm. it was one of the best things I walked out like the weight of the world had been lifted off my shoulders, but that's not the, the plot twist of the story where the plot twist of the story that everything happens for a reason is I had just recently been diagnosed with high blood pressure mm-hmm. and I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell anybody I worked with, my friends, my, only my mom knew uh, because I felt like, Oh, I'm young. And like mm-hmm. old people have high blood pressure. I'm like a young, vibrant mm-hmm. girl in New York. Like I shouldn't have high blood pressure. You know, like what am I stressed out about? that's kind of funny working at IBM, but I thought it was just strange for me to have high blood pressure, but it wasn't something that I shared. And I was very mm-hmm. nervous and worried about it because I didn't want to be on medication. I didn't want to take pills. All of that scared me. But again, I didn't share that with anybody and nobody knew that. After the mindfulness, my introductory session, me feeling like the weight of the world had been lifted off of me and then wanting to continue practicing mindfulness, learning about it, reading everything I could about it. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, I no longer have high blood pressure. Funny how that works. Yes. <laughs> so that's something about me and my journey. I also thought I couldn't teach. I was like, I can't teach that. You have to be like super enlightened. And I'm like really emotional and like a lot to deal with. And I have a very aggressive personality. I'm like, who's mm-hmm. going to listen to me? Be mindful. And another IBMer was like, you would be surprised, Brandy, you can lead mindfulness sessions. And so (laughs) I have had the pleasure of leading mindfulness sessions with the host of this podcast. He's a wonderful co-session lead. We've done sessions together in person when it was safe. Patrick has joined me on my mindful practices on Mm -hmm. Mondays. So I had so many misconceptions. And I think if I had misconceptions I am sure a lot of other people have misconceptions about mindfulness. And so I think the beauty of this podcast and the work that you all do and the community that we foster help may help people, you know, realize it is such, there's so many benefits. <laughs> there's so many ways you can apply mindfulness to everything you do, whether it's mm-hmm. mindful communications, whether it's mindful eating, whether it's mindful media consumption, just how you balance and just practice your well-being. I think it's so, oh, it's just so many benefits, I feel. Brandy, you're, you're working in the, uh, in the communication space, right? That's you're correct. a social influencer. How has your mindfulness practice influenced that? So um, I, I use it in a few different ways. So my 
previous position, social and influencer um, communications, I would use mindfulness um, in terms of like balancing the ask of the IBM brand to an influencer. Sometimes they don't gel, they're not the same. We have one story to tell, the influencer would have another story to tell. So it really kind of emerged as brand mindfulness in terms of what IBM, the stories we were trying to tell and the stories I was trying to help tell, um, balance that with the influencers or people that we work with outside of IBM. Now, internal to IBM, trying to grow internal IBM influencers, same practice is, you know, to get IBMers to be very aware and in the moment, not trying to, you know, predict the future. Oh, we got to do this. We got to do it. Well, what about what we can do right now? <laughs> what are we doing right? So again, I think my practices and just some of the wisdom and clarity that I've been getting from mindfulness, I was able to, um, you know, infuse into my role. Now, given um, some of the events that happened over the summer, last summer um, here in the United States, uh, with the death of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, um, a new kind of um, area of communications has emerged and it's mm-hmm. IBM's commitment to social justice, social mm-hmm. and racial justice. And so I was asked in June to lead social justice communications for IBM shortly after, oh. you know, what happened. And at first I asked my boss, who's our chief communications officer, I said, are you sure? Did you ask somebody else? And they said, no. And then you just like, and he's like, no, um, <laughs> we came to you where we want you to do this. And I was like, oh, wow. So overnight, my, my job, my role, my workload quadrupled. If you are someone who does not practice non-reactive awareness, or if you are not someone that can center yourself when your workload quadruples overnight, that could be problematic. Like really mm-hmm. with the stress, with the anxiety, that could really hurt your performance. But again, if it wasn't for my mindfulness practices, if it wasn't for the teachings that I do, I don't think I would have been able to smoothly navigate that transition. Mm-hmm. So now so the- I've trans. Yeah. Tell me, tell me more about about this. Like you mentioned, no reactive awareness and how mindfulness helps you in, in this situation. So how um, how does it work, right? How uh, what is the the principle behind uh, learning to you know overcome a very tough moment uh, and still not getting crazy? Yeah, it's listen. It's a balance. Um, one thing I will say: it's very easy when stress or when you're feeling overwhelmed or when you're feeling really anxious it's very easy to not be present. It's like Mm -hmm. your mind literally checks out of the present because you're so focused on the, the would, what could happen, what Mm -hmm. might happen, what, Oh my gosh, all of it. How am I supposed to do? It's almost like you're looking at boiling the ocean. And I think that's human nature, Mm -hmm. human nature. When you say to someone, you're going from zero to 160, it's like panic, like shock to the system. Same thing with work. You know, Mm -hmm. when you hear that you're going to lead a huge initiative for a company this size for a topic that's very sensitive. I mean, social and racial justice is very sensitive. When you hear that, your initial response is to check out. Oh, my God, Mm -hmm. this is so overwhelming. Oh, it's really, again, if you don't have the principles, the tools, if you haven't practiced mindfulness to really understand You've got to be present and you have to look at what's happening in the moment. 
I was so busy thinking so many other things. I couldn't appreciate in that moment what that meant, the severity of what that meant that I had been tapped to do this. Took me a minute. I came back to my senses. <laughs> it, I realized, the, you know, the importance. And so that's what's been getting me through. Listen, this month, last month, the you know, leading up to this and leading up to, you know, getting this transition in the job, it's been difficult. But I am grateful that I am able to to stay, to you know, stay on the path and the course. Mindfulness plays a large role in that. We're, we're, and we're super grateful for, you know, the work that you're doing in this space, but also the work that you're doing in the mindfulness community. Mm-hmm. We, we, we spoke earlier, we, we started talking briefly about um, something about the heart and something about uh, a very important topic that many people aren't aware of. Could you shed some light into this, Brandy, for us? Absolutely. So um, for um, every February um, in the United States, we celebrate Black History Month. And as a member of the Black community, and, you know, I, I helped shape a lot of our signature events that we did celebrate in Black History Month, a lot of people don't realize, if you look at the Black community and you look at some of the stories that are coming out around covid and um, the Black community being disproportionately affected and dying more, at least in the U.S., um, and even some European countries, um, by the the pandemic, a lot of people are are thinking that some of the pre-existing conditions, diabetes um, or um, cancer or something, is is the number one cause of deaths um, within the Black community, specifically Black women. What people don't realize is actually heart disease is the number one killer for Black women in the Black community. And something that I really focused on and wanted to focus on um, as we celebrated Black History Month last month was the heart and how we can be more compassionate, loving, and kind to ourselves, especially if, you know, I read a statistic that heart disease is what is killing you know, Black women just as such a high percentage more than any other disease. And I feel like, you know, focusing on the heart and what I did for some of my mindful practices that month was to focus on the heart because mindfulness just, like I said before, helps your overall well-being. And if we can focus on the heart, and it was also in the U.S. Valentine's Day, so there was like another focus on the heart, but we, we tend to just want to do, you know, do things for others. Oh, I have mm-hmm. to give a present. I have to give kind words. I need to, you know, give some chocolate, whatever it is. And then you say to yourself, well, what are you doing for you? Like, what, where's your gifts? Where, where's your chocolates? Where I will say for Valentine's Day, I had, I ordered brownies and cookies just for myself and I ordered too many. I couldn't eat it. I had to give it to my neighbors because I just couldn't eat all of it. But I was very much so indulging myself and loving myself mm. on for just, you know, because self-love, right? And that was the first time I'd done that ever for mm. Valentine's Day. Not eat the cookies and brownies. I do that like on a Tuesday, but for the self-love, the inward yeah, so, so in order that you know, uh, often by looking too much outside, we forget that the, the we are actually the center of our experience, and also that center, you know, deserves some attention and some compassion. Yeah, one hundred percent. And with that, I think again, it's it's our humanness to show compassion to others. Now, well, not everybody, but most people. You focus so much on the person, my partner, my children, my parents, mm-hmm. my coworker, like whoever. Any, when you list off all, where is me in 
oh, I can't focus on me. That's like selfish. That's not selfish. That's not selfish mm. at all. That's survival. That's your well-being. That because without you, then how can you focus on other people? If your health yeah. and well-being isn't what it should be, you're not going to be able to focus on the other people. So, so speaking about self-love and compassion mm. and taking care of ourselves, perhaps there's a there's a practice that you'd like to guide uh, us in. Absolutely. I would appreciate. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And so again, it's a, a love and kindness meditation. So I do um, guided meditation. Um, as I know, Patrick, you've done guided and not. Lily, same with you. And so my love and kindness meditation just will just take a just a few minutes, just a few minutes to just have anyone who's listening, anyone who's taking part, just um, get into a comfortable position if you're listening to this wonderful podcast. I'm going to start by taking three deep breaths. And then I will just, after the three deep breaths, you just release, let your body become heavy with each inhale. Your inhale, just think of love myself, love myself. With the exhale, just think of appreciation, kindness for myself. So we'll take three deep breaths. I will have some just words of wisdom, and that'll be the practice of love and kindness because I'm focused on the heart. Your heart, my heart, our hearts. So let's take start with a big deep breath. I want you to inhale love so much for yourself. And exhale. With your exhale, just let your body become heavy. Don't squinch, don't slouch, don't head over. Just really relax your body. Let's take another big deep inhale in. And exhale. You can notice any sensations that you may feel, but don't, don't label them. Don't pass judgment. Don't label them good or bad. If you feel them, just be aware. Any kind of tingling sensation, if you have any pain, anything, anything that you feel in your body, don't label, just be aware. And let's take another big deep inhale in. And exhale. As you are breathing naturally and you focus on your breath, I want you to remember that love, acceptance, kindness, and compassion flows through your body. If it helps you, you can place your hand on your heart as you are breathing naturally, taking an inhale and exhale, so you can feel the warmth and friendliness that flows through your body. Unfortunately, many of us underestimate love and kindness, especially love and kindness. I was loving myself and loving both of you. A lot of us may not have been taught self-love, but that's okay. Because now you have an opportunity through this practice to do love and kindness for yourself. Kindness is like a ripple effect. It expands 
when it reaches out. And so we should extend and reach out that love and kindness to everyone, but mainly to ourselves. Because self-acceptance and the increase of our well-being and physical health is what makes us whole. Extending affection has no boundaries or limits. So you can extend that affection to yourself always, all the time. So as you just breathe normally, breathe organically, focus on your breath, just focus on the love and kindness that continually flows through your body. So that's our practice for today. I hope that was helpful. I hope that you all practice love and kindness, Patrick and Lily. I hope that you are loving yourselves because I love you too. It's very lovely. Thank you so much, Brandy, for being. <laughs> oh yes, likewise, folks. I, 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 for me, sometimes it's very hard to imagine how. Um, you know, since you start with yourself, right, it's you, you tend to forget about it, or at least, you know, uh, uh, and this is not selfishness. And I don't think I think we shouldn't confuse it with the fact that you over put yourself into the center. But it's just, you know, just self care, self compassion, right. Uh, and, and that's where all the rest starts, right. So then you're more ready to appreciate the the others right if you don't if you feel good right if you are unhappy or sad then it's hard to find happiness in whatever outside of you mm -hmm. so as an example yeah it's very true Thank a you. lot of us resist self-love as you said because they think it's selfish they resist and then you have mm. to be reminded gently reminded that it's okay and you it should start with you because it does start with you so Excellent points, Lily, Patrick. I hope this is, I like to think this is a wonderful podcast, but I hope you all think it was too. <laughs> Thank you, Brandy. Thank you for the invites. <laughs> so uh, you are um, invited to come again, right? I, I would really like to expand more, maybe when you want, to the topic of, you know, um, uh, you know inclusion and mindfulness, and all the good initiative you're gonna promote and do for 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 our communities, particularly for the black community in IBM. Mm -hmm. um, so come come again to our podcast. Until then, thank you so much for for the practice and for being here with us. Uh, and addressing to our listeners, thank you for for listening and to for always being uh, the one that are also resharing this podcast uh, along, so that more people will be able to you know benefit from practice and some information about mindfulness and what is around the community so thank you everyone and uh, what should we wish but thank you for being and much much love <laughs> likewise <All right. laughs>